Oh my God, are we doing this? We are doing this. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. back. <laughs> I don't know if we should sing on the podcast. We just did. Oh, uh, yeah. So that's true. Um, hi. Oh, my gosh. It's been a long time. Been a while. Um, so much is happening. So much has gone on in the world and in our lives. But we're so happy to be back on this podcast. Yes, definitely. <laughs> definitely. I, I was just like processing the like all the things in our lives and r- reconciling the fact that Zion is now two and a half. I know. It's just a like complete mind. <sighs> I know it's it's going by so fast. And, and sometimes the days are also just so slow when you are trying to get to bedtime. It's just like a weird, a weird warping of time all the time. Yes, that is yeah. a true statement. Yeah. Um, but we were so excited to get back to this podcast and really, you know, waiting for the right moment where we could commit to, you know, bringing you these episodes and, and talking to some people so that you would have some fresh and fun guests to listen to. Um, so lots of work behind the scenes. Mark. Um, yes, dear. Anything you want to share with everyone, like anything that's been going on or coming up for you or any new pet peeves or any of the things? Yeah, well, yeah, pet peeves, like there's there's always just a a string of them that happen, you know, constantly. They just get more acute. Mine Um, is this dog who's over there. Who is, yeah, like she's fed, she's walked, she has toys, but. It's just constant. Like anytime you sit down to do anything important. Yes, that's exactly right. Every like yeah. everyone activates. Yeah, it's and like she everyone sleeps, up. <laughs> the cats will come. This is just this is just our thing. Um, so. so for people who are maybe just tuning in or don't follow along on Instagram, we got a puppy this past spring, and it's terrible. <laughs> so Mark, I interrupted you. <laughs> what's new? What's going on? You I were was, talking yeah, about I your did, pet peeves. Yeah, I'm, I'm still trying to process the fact that we decided to get a puppy when we have a two year old. So. <laughs> <laughs> so that was, a, that was a good call um yeah like the pet peeves are just are just things that continue on um at at uh ad nauseum you know <laughs> like my my biggest pet peeves continue to likely be uh just general behaviors in the in the gym so last week when we went <laughs> swimming with zion right so for those of you who know me know that this is a a um, ongoing pet peeve of mine but we're in the locker room mm-hmm. where the pool area is. Mm-hmm. And because like there were a bunch of kids out of school, it was pretty busy. Yeah, right? that so, makes sense. So it's really easy to tell which lockers are open because, you know, the little lock is up Facing and down. Up, right? Yeah. It's, good, it's good stuff. Right. So I open a locker. I did 10 of them. You did 10. You counted. 10 you counted. lockers. Okay. And each one had stuff in it, but not <laughs> locked. Yeah. So for the people that are like, oh, I'm just going to be lazy today and it's more efficient for me if I don't. Just, you know, turn the knob. God forbid. Right? There's a lot of torque that needs to happen (laughs) there. Um, What you don't realize is how much work and aggravation you are causing for other people who are just looking for an effing open locker. Close your locker. And lock it. And lock it. And remember the number. Thank you. Love, Mark. But also, you don't even have to remember the number because there is a really kind operations staff that will just come and unlock it for you. That's right. (laughs) Just say, this is my locker. This is what's in it. And yeah, yeah, it's good stuff. You know what? It's funny. So everybody, I I think it was a while back. I think over the summer, I lost my engagement ring. Oh, my God. Um, And I looked for it everywhere. I was wearing, like, my little fanny pack at the gym, and I think it wasn't zipped all the way, and it fell out. 
But I didn't think that it fell out at the gym. I thought it was in my backpack or something. And so I'm looking and, and a week or two is going by and I'm like, oh my gosh, we really can't afford another one. Like that's, uh, that's an expense that's, you know, <laughs> we're not at one of those milestone anniversaries where I'm getting a new ring. Like, let's be real. Right. Um, and so I just happened to ask the person at the front desk if they had found a ring. And of course my ring was in the lost and found. This is where it gets interesting in like combination with your story is because the other day that same person was at the desk with one of the managers and I was saying to the manager, Oh my God, this beautiful human helped me find my ring. And then the manager, her name is Allie. So I can just stop saying the manager. Allie was like, Ashley, you will not believe the things that people leave here. So she pulls out the lost and found box. There were like seven sets of car keys Oh my gosh. Good ones too, like Range Rover keys, Mercedes keys, like the keys that cost hundreds of dollars to replace, to replace right? Yes, yes. House keys, rings, watches, swim goggles, like all kinds of stuff was there. And she's like, and people like don't even ask. And then the extension to that was she said, You would also not believe like the amount of theft from people who don't lock they're lockers. Oh, fascinating. That people have had, you know, basically all kinds of things stolen from the gym. Somebody um, uh, somebody left their belongings <laughs> in their locker, didn't lock it. Um, someone stole their credit card and spent $90,000 in one day. Get the <laughs> hell out. So... While frustrating for you, yes. opening and closing lockers, it's just like if you value your things, yes, right? Like, yes, it's not that hard. It's not that it's hard. Not that hard to do. Yeah, to do. I was like, what? But I'll also so shout out to humanity. Like these little victories are ones that we have to celebrate. What the fact that people like actually bring things to the lost, really and found. cool, really yes. expensive stuff yes. back to lost and found because in in other like my past lives i i remember being in places where that would not happen yeah right? and yeah so that's so true shout out to current state humanity not everyone just the select few who have it in them to be kind we're not going to give too much credit i mean this is still conversations and courage <laughs> we might be a little softer because we're tired but we are by no means starting out 2024 <laughs> with my optimism glass almost all the way full oh my goodness well good for you um you know, I feel like um, my pet peeves are evolving to, like, include sort of social, emotional health things. Like, now that I'm back at school working with the kids and seeing different kinds of adults in different settings, and, of course, there's the you know, love-hate relationship with social media and all this stuff. I just, like, my pet peeves are people that are mean yeah. and nasty for no reason and who uh, who think of folks as on a hierarchy. And so if, if they think that someone can uh, – give them something or if they think that a certain identity inherently has more value they're kinder to those people and when they perceive people as being sort of lower than them or whatever even even like 
you know, in retail or service workers or anything like that, your DoorDash person, all of those things, it's like watching people and children being treated like trash is, I mean, maybe it's not even a pet peeve. I'm going to call it a pet peeve for the purposes of this podcast, but it actually makes my fucking blood boil. It should. And and I, I think the, uh, yeah, you're right. Pet peeve is the wrong word. Pet peeve is the wrong word because it's not strong enough. Pet peeve is like people in Massachusetts can't drive. That will always be true. It annoys me, but it doesn't keep me up at night. This keeps me up at night. Yeah, and, and it should. And and I think, you know, probably the biggest takeaway for me is um, always been easy to spot mean people. But, like, some of the way that meanness comes out in the context that you just set is is potentially subtle to some people yeah. and completely overt to the people that are kind of receiving the, the message. 100%. And, uh, like, I... I, I don't want to say I was completely blind to it, but I certainly was more blind than I am, you know, now. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think that's, you know, that the message to everyone is, you know, please just be kind. Well, don't it's not be mean. even like be kind. <laughs> I mean, yeah, be kind and, and don't be mean, but also handle your shit, right? Yeah. Because like that kind of behavior is spilling out because sort of basic needs maybe aren't being met in terms of like, how you regulate your nervous system. Are you hungry? Are you thirsty? Are you not sleeping? Are, do you not have childcare? Do you like, you know, all of these things contribute to people flying off the handle. And I'm specifically talking about the folks that we encounter, like at the gym, like yeah. in Whole Foods and things, because there's a certain amount of like privilege that's moving around. And so like some people need a lot of support to handle their shit. And some people just aren't handling their shit. Very true. And That's those are the people. Very, very well put. That I am, you know, yeah. speaking to. It's like you have more than enough resources. You probably already have a therapist. <laughs> yeah. Like, and all of the things. So you need to, like, 2024, let this be the year that you go in and start to excavate your stuff and, and start to heal it so you can radiate a little more light and kindness outwardly completely agree and, and to bring this full circle back to your sel comment and i'm going to talk through it in the context specifically of of zion even mm -hmm. is like kids are always watching us like watching what zion picks up on oh my gosh like blows my mind yeah. sometimes right so to the point of of like like figuring out your shit and your stuff how you work through that like kids suck that up mm -hmm. and they internalize mm -hmm. it and that informs them right so please and you don't even right? have to be a parent right, right. For, exactly. for folks who are listening it was like well i don't have any kids but young people still watch you out 100%. in the world right if you have nieces and nephews uh, if you're a teacher anything like people people watch people period period absolutely true so, okay, we don't want this to be a full episode. We just kind of wanted to say hi. Hey. We'll be back with a full episode. But, okay, a couple of things. One, this podcast is going to be twice monthly. Yep. We love once a week, but it's just, like, realistically not something that we can handle with me and my 7,000 jobs and Zion and three pets and all the things. So we don't want to burn out. So this feels like a more sustainable pace for us yes. at this time. Yes. If it changes, of course, we'll communicate that to you. Um, we totally value that you've been with us for almost four years. Unreal. I know. Um, 
The second thing is I want to invite you to our fundraiser for the Courage Campaign. So check this out. Because I am obviously like totally hating myself and love to create lots and lots of work, I came up with the idea of doing like a year-long sweat crawl. The Courage Campaign has always been based in wellness and fitness, and it felt more authentic to the organization to root a fundraiser in fitness than to get everyone dressed up and do like a gala style celebration again. It was great the first time, but I wanted to do something that like meant something deep down in my soul and that was going to create more connection and community. Yes. So starting on January 20th, we are doing a kickoff party at Capo in South Boston from one to four. The first 45 minutes or so will be a Zumba class led by none other than Nicole DeRosier. You'll hear from her in our sort of real first episode. And then we'll party for the second two hours. Drinks, food, raffle, all the things. We'll have a DJ. And then every second Saturday from February to December, there'll be a different fitness class for you to hop into. We'll sweat together. Um, We'll have a good time. Everything from strength to cycling to yoga. Um, And yeah, we'll raise money. We'll raise awareness. And we'll do big things this year because we'll get to come together. And, and, you know, not for nothing. The the roster is just stellar. The Uh, roster is stellar. I am so stoked for this. I'm so stoked for this too. And partially because, you know, we've talked about some pretty uncomfortable truths about fitness in general and about Boston fitness. And unfortunately, a lot of those truths are still true. 2020 was not the sort of, it wasn't the catalyst that I thought it was going to be. And now sitting here with a little bit of hindsight, I can say that in some ways the community has moved forward. And in some ways people quietly went back to their old bullshit and they just kind of like let the news cycle you know roll by and so me being who I am and Mark being the (laughs) co-disruptor that he is (laughs) we were like no like let's make sure that this team of instructors is diverse they teach inclusive classes they're good people yeah different modalities different modalities um you know, not everybody is like a real thin white woman, right? We didn't want to bring that into the space. Um, I mean, that is in the space, right? But like I'm saying, that's not all that we're going after because that's not all there is. And that's not the only thing of value, right? Mm-hmm. Everyone holds inherent value and, and we have men teaching for us and we have women teaching for us and we have gay people teaching for us and straight people and people in larger bodies and people in smaller bodies and people of all different ethnicities and and we even have a duo (laughs) we even have a duo (laughs) technically steven and i are a duo as well but we we really tried to um walk our talk with this and of course Somebody will listen to this and they'll be an asshole. Yes, I know there's always room to improve and do better, and we will. But I think that this is a wonderful starting place, and I hope you'll agree, and I hope you'll join us for the entire year. So excited. So excited. I'm also so tired, but I'm so excited. (laughs) Both things can be true. Both things are always true, honestly, anymore. 
Um, I think that's it. Is that it for I you? I think that is it. All right, team. We love you. Thank you for being with us. Have an amazing week.